0: This is Agronomy Moment. I'm Wendell Cohen. Welcome, everybody, to another podcast here on Agronomy Moment. Uh, today, we want to talk about wheat. Um, that's coming up here in February, and joining me today is Selena Kipping here, a Bex Agronomist for Southwest Missouri. How are you today?
1: Good, good. How are things going, Wendell?
0: It's been good. Um, been pretty busy, and then we slowed down just a little bit after the winter rush, and now Absolutely. we're building back up again, looking forward to spring of 23. and
1: Yeah. Um, plan will be here before you know it. Yes, it will. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> and with wheat as our focus here today it, um, you were telling me just a bit what you've seen so far and wheat it looks like a pretty good potential overall right
1: yeah yeah i agree with that i think so far this winter has been pretty pretty friendly for us as far as getting a little bit of moisture but not not an excess yep. excess amount amounts of moisture but you know good enough to keep that wheat crop going and yes. and hopefully here in a couple of weeks once it warms up we kind of see uh, a little bit more green out there but so far i've been pretty pleased to to see the wheat fields and what they look like so far.
0: Well, so let's uh let's dive in here to our uh, wheat PFR proven management. Um, we're going to start out a little bit of the background of the slides is why. So we'll talk about PFR, the proven part of it. We're going to talk about what and finish up with how. And I'm going to give my usual disclaimer real mm-hmm. quick is that we imp- compile this information. It's not a specific recommendation for your field. Um, these are for informational purposes and you should reach out to your agronomist or us at any time to get specifics. Absolutely. But the goal of this is to propel you forward here as we go into green up. Mm-hmm. First thing I wanna to touch on is row width and population a little bit. Um, I think this is a debatable subject as we talk about planners versus drills, but what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, most of this just comes down to what you got, what you got in your shed and and what works best for your operation. And, uh, if, if you got that planner, this PFR information is showing you that, you know, your planner is still gonna, you know, give you some really good return on investment. If you got yes. a drill, still, still showing really good yes. return there also. So it just kind of what's your end goal. And, and I think that this PFR does a really good job of showing us both and telling both stories.
0: It, I think we go back down to what's the most important and that is what, um, what relates to yield, right? Mm-hmm. What drives that? And that is making sure you have plenty of seeds per head, yep. heads per square foot and tillers per plant. Absolutely. Just keep walking your fields with that in mind.
1: Mm-hmm. And and one thing too, just to mm-hmm. kind of briefly hit on, um, you're, if, if you're kind of unsure of, of the weather patterns or something, sure, you know, bumping that pop- population, you, yes. you know, to get, to get more, more heads out there and more tillers out there. Cause you know, sometimes we just, it's really hard to predict the weather. I get it, but yes. um, if if we're really unsure, you know, if we're gonna have some drier conditions or stuff, um, that you know, to try to put more more seeds out there.
0: Yes. Yep. Agreed. Because we see here with the three-year multi-location row with population net return slight difference there, but in the grand scheme of things, um, we don't even know what yield goals were in these in this test yeah. necessarily, <laughs> right. and so in the grand scheme of things. I think there's a lot of other things we need to be focused on, depending on what that field's needs are, or what it has the ability to produce. Absolutely. Let's talk about nitrogen just a little bit. Um, it is, again, a proven practice um, to split apply nitrogen. I wanna talk about that just a little bit. Um, one thing you might notice up there in the slide is back in 2018 when the 108, 192 units of UAN were um, put on um, nitrogen was forty five cents a unit. Mm-hmm. However, we have to remember is wheat was four at dollars and eighty three cents. In twenty twenty three, the other day I just put seven dollars and fifty cents. We've seen a lot of eight, nine dollar wheat and higher mm-hmm. here in the t- in the last while. Um, but nitrogen's at seventy five cents a unit. My point here is. To have you weigh in on this is split applying is so important because of.
1: Yep. So the split application here, I think just tells tells the whole story. Uh, you know, no matter what to help with weather conditions, if it's been really wet and we need more nitrogen. But as far as just split applying, it ain't really close to the crop use, it's gonna be really important. And obviously, again, in our in our PFR data there on the left, you can really see no matter which form you're putting on. Yep. Just, you know, if it comes to logistics or something like that and and putting on urea is is the best for your operation, just get it on there. Yes. Um, So I think that's the most important thing is just if, if it comes down to it, make sure we're getting that split application done and getting nitrogen out
0: there for that crop. Yep. Agreed. And no time like today is that more important. This was this is from six years past mm-hmm. up till 2016 is what we're seeing yeah but no time is there like today in 2023 mm-hmm. where those dollars and cents i think could even be higher because yeah. you're saving yourself a lot more costs right. from dumping right. it all up front and um, another thing i want to notice is the break even at 100 units at 45 cents um, with 2018 pricing uh, 9.32 bushel today at 75 cents the break even is bushel. This is my own calculations. Um, So not a lot has changed if weed is $7.50 at 75 cents a unit from 2018. uh, We're still at similar break-even points. So just keeping that in mind that somewhere around that 100 units of nitrogen is your economic optimum nitrogen return. Absolutely. Fungicides, um, help me out a little bit on this part here.
1: Yeah, so um, in our PFR data, the Miravis Ace, we can see that we've got a really good return on investment there, and that's going to be your uh, full head. And But I think, you know, kind of the story here, Wendell, I like mm-hmm. to see is that even at 10, 10.3, we're seeing a really good return. So yes. just uh, kind of like the nitrogen, um, kind of we're, we're getting that story of just get that fungicide out there the and, logistics get and get that on.
0: If, if a rains forecast and you think it might hit at that little bit later, mm-hmm. maybe bumping it just a little bit earlier, you're still mm-hmm. going to see a good return. Yep, fungicide and wheat is a PFR proven practice mm-hmm. product practice, and so we're seeing even in years where disease pressure is really low that there's still gain. Right?
1: Yep, absolutely. And wheat's going to still you know respond to that application very well and, and give you some really good protection from uh, a really big. Uh, yield driver, or not yield driver, but hurt, yes. hurt us as far as yield um, with that head scab.
0: Sure. So now we're going to go to the blue slides. And the blue slides is we're going to just kind of do an overall bullet point plan for wheat going forward in 23. And so we're going to assume now that we've walked our fields in February or right now, and we've got fertility, right? Our aphids are controlled. Our pH is close. Planning date was on time. Uh, We planted with enough seeds per foot of row and our nitrogen, we probably put down a few units there for fall. And assuming that this is a a plan to consider going forward, you know, talk about a little bit here about early spring, late winter.
1: Yeah. So here we're, we're kind of going to consider that, you know, we've got 25 plants out there per square foot, which is a really, really good spot to be. And, um, we're going to be looking at that green up time about feeks three and, okay. um, you know, getting, a getting another nitrogen, uh, excuse me, nitrogen application out there around that time and to where we can, we can set ourselves up for a good split application at about feeks five. five. Okay. Right? Yep. Okay. I agree. Yep. And then, uh, we control really want to be sure that we have that taken care of by feeks six, um, yep. as we start to get. Uh, really limited to what we can do after that point
0: yep i agree and if one sees have a little bit of a thinner stand maybe you're holding shy of that 25 one mm-hmm. could bump your nitrogen like front load it just a little bit more like we're showing yeah uh, to help build a little more early growth to help tiller out a little
1: yes, more absolutely
0: talk a little bit here about you now we're going to mid to late season just a few bullet points here to hit as mm-hmm. we get on into closer to our stage you yep. through it actually.
1: Just continuing to nail on those two topics that we kind of talked about before, the nitrogen and the fungicide, uh, getting that getting that additional nitrogen application on there and uh, the fungicide, you know, well, uh, Wendell and I kind of talked about for for these sort of scenarios, we're, we're talking about a pretty high management situation here to where everything is kind of working in our favor, which, you know, <laughs> that yes. probably rarely happens, but Nonetheless, just for uh, giggles, we're, we're going to say that we're, we've got some ideal situations and, and kind of like I hit on the beginning of the, the presentation is I think we've got some pretty good conditions to put ourselves into a situation yes. where, where we probably are seeing ourselves in a little bit of a, a good management or a higher management standpoint. So um, maybe that's when we look at uh, a split application of fungicide, even putting it at a fix eight or nine and protect, really protecting that, those, those leaves and uh, the flag leaf uh, yes. for the foliar diseases is, you know, the flag leaf is what's going to drive uh, over 75% of the photosynthetic rate of the plant. Yep. So, or uh, for grain fill. So I think that's just something that, you know, it's an idea that we could, we could think sure. about there. yeah
0: Yep. To help mump the yields a little more. The last thing I want to touch on is harvest on time and even running a touch early, mm-hmm. trying to push that. I think, it's no uh, secret that wheat is vulnerable to rain mm-hmm. when it's, when it's ready to go. Um, and to share that story about the guys in Kentucky, yeah. how the operations that trade combines every year, this was pre COVID, but they would work out a deal with the dealer where they could have, um, uh, the old combine and the new combine at the same time for just wheat harvest. Mm-hmm. And they were able to double up their machinery for a couple weeks to get the wheat out on time because. They believed that that was critical to that those top end yields, and um, of course that's not doable on any every case. Right. Probably most cases, mm-hmm. most farms, most operations. However, I still think there's that focus, that mentality of we've got we need to get it out. Yeah. And they can, they counted that more important than their corn and soybean crop. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I think you get into is not only wheat yield, but you mentioned earlier, Selena, about the soybeans.
1: Yep. Yep. So talking about a timely harvest for wheat, that's going to set up for a more successful uh, bean crop. You yes. know, coming to where the earlier we can get those beans, and the better those beans are going to be off. Uh, yes. And for that, for that early growth, and try to stack on nodes as quick as possible. Yep.
0: Now we're going to dive into this multicolored slide here. Into we're kind of just going to um, roll over the different targets that we just went over on bullet points. So if you're watching this video in season, you can run to the bullet points and move on. But if you want to spend a little more time and know exactly um, where those timings are, we're just going to roll through those here in one slide mm-hmm. so you have it all in one shot. Nitrogen, talk a little bit about the timing and just what we need there.
1: Yep. Nitrogen, going to hit on that bullet point, weeks three and five. Those are the really important growth stages uh, to get that nitrogen out there really crisp close to crop use and really going to see that uptake in nitrogen.
0: Yep. And if, if one misses the boat or too much rain, as late as week 7, mm-hmm. you could see some benefit there as late as that. That would be kind of your line there where you begin to have dubious response after that. Yeah.
1: And say we've got some really, really uh, ideal conditions and we get a lot of growth out of that. We, maybe that's a situation where we consider that point growth regulator yep. uh, to help with the standability.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, Growth regulators can be beneficial if you really have too much fertility out there and too much mm-hmm. growth, and with chance of wind and rain and stuff knocking it down. Yep. Um, what about herbicide? What's some? What were we going to talk about on that?
1: Yeah, we want to have herbicide or herbicides and weeds kind of under control by the feet six, six stage. Um, you know, we really want to probably target that three to four and. Uh, again, kind of moving into the second or the not the second, but the next bullet point about aphid control. Okay. Uh, maybe a situation where if the tank mix is okay, we could yep. potentially put that herbicide and insecticide in and kind of kill two birds with one stone there.
0: Yes. Yep. And while aphids should I target fall and it's mm-hmm. before really this um PowerPoint was made. I still think I've seen aphids in the spring. It's something to keep an eye on because once you have BYDV, Mm -hmm. it's too late. Yep. There's nothing, no cure for it. Fungicide. What's our timings there?
1: Yeah, I think the most important, as in the PFR data showed, the Fix 10.5.1. That's going to be, that's going to be our main driver because it's going to protect for our head scab. Otherwise, if we're in a really high management situation or we see our heavy pressure of a, a foliar disease yes. come on, we really want to protect that flag leaf, feeks uh, eight or nine, probably a good uh, growth strategy to look at at applying uh, foliar there, uh, fungicide there. And, you know, maybe that's a situation where you, you look at a a generic fungicide or something to really sure. control those those yeah. uh, leaf lesions and things like that, that, you know, um, and put, then pour the dollars into your to protect for that head scab. Sure. So just a couple of different ideas there.
0: That's good. Um, guys, if you have any other further questions, um, let us know. We wanted to get this update out here on wheat. If you have wheat in your field and you want to watch this just to keep everything in front, I know there's a lot. Everyone, thank you for joining us today on Agronomy Moment, a Top Ag Services production. If you want alerts on what we are finding in the field, go to topagservices.com forward slash signups to receive alerts or subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's our goal to bring you the most recent and advanced information possible. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We also ask you that you give us a like and follow our channel wherever you listen to your podcasts or watch these videos. This ultimately helps us reach more people like you. Hello? Hey, this has been Wendell Cohen, your show host. Thank you to all who made this show possible. this show is over. See ya.